Hey everyone. Well, today I want to tell you what I'm thankful for this year. Um, and it may not be what you normally hear people talk about in regards to Thanksgiving. We most generally talk about the blessings God has given us, the physical blessings, even relational blessings with family and maybe uh, a raise or a good job or, or whatever it may be. But today, here it is, I'm thankful for a broken world. You heard me right. I know that may sound a little loony, but, but let me give you some perspective, some context to that. And the way I want to do that is to tell you what I'm not thankful for first in regards to brokenness. Um, I'm not thankful to the ones who broke their relationship off, their fellowship off with God by believing in Satan over God. That would be Adam and Eve, right? And, and their brokenness led to all their descendants, that's you and me, coming into this world with a broken relationship towards God. <laughs> of course, we all choose sin as well. We're all responsible. But the good news is that God did not leave us without hope. So you see, the gospel is that God gave his only begotten son, Jesus, right? You know that. He lived a perfect life, the, the life which no one, not Adam, not Eve, not you or me could live. And he went on to die a wicked sinner's death for us, the, the death we all deserve. And um, he defeated the power then that sin had through death and the law by rising from the grave. And that again is something no one else could do. And for those who turn from delighting in sin to, to treasuring Jesus, hoping in him, looking to him. They receive his righteousness and a relationship once again with God. Um, and in his resurrection, what happens? Well, not only will God raise us up to overcome all the brokenness that the world has, all the physical brokenness, but he's going to give us power or victory over the spiritual brokenness in the world as we walk with him. So we get the resurrection power to work for us in the spiritual brokenness so that we can overcome the temptations of sin and hate and greed and bitterness and unforgiveness, all those kinds of things. And then also the resurrection power, will uh, God is going to raise us up incorruptible, no longer under the entropy that that comes because God broke the universe. <laughs> and no more COVID-19, no more sickness, no more um, arthritis, all those kinds of things are going to be overcome because of Jesus. And that's the gospel. Um, so way back in the time of Adam and Eve, God added this aspect to the brokenness after Adam and Eve broke off uh, their relationship with God spiritually. And that is God broke the universe. And I'm thankful for that. Why? Uh, because it points us to the restorer, 
to the healer, to the one who actually overcame death itself. Even at that time, after Adam and Eve's sin, God told Eve uh, that he would bring her pain and childbearing. That's brokenness, right? And the ground would be cursed because of Adam, and he would work on thorns and thistles, and uh, by the sweat of his brow, and uh, he would be in pain, and and then he would die, right, and return to the dust. That's all brokenness. And God even removed Adam and Eve from the Garden of Eden, where the tree of life was, so that they might not eat of it and live forever in their spiritual brokenness. So. God broke the universe. And I think, yes, it is so that we might look to the one who was broken for us on the cross uh, so that he might overcome the brokenness, the spiritual brokenness in our life, but also the the physical brokenness for the, the whole universe and make everything new. Let me just read a, a few little scriptures out of Romans chapter 8 for us to consider and um, before I close here about the brokenness, of, the physical brokenness, I think, here. So Romans 8, 18 says, For I consider that the sufferings of this present time, that's, that's brokenness, right? That's physical brokenness, um, are not worth comparing with the glory that is to be revealed to us. So again, because of Jesus, we look to him because he's going to share his glory with us for eternity. These sufferings are pointing us to Jesus. Not only us, but it appoints all of creation to the, the suffering servant, Jesus Christ, the Son of God. Verse 19, for the creation waits and with eager longing for the revealing of the sons of God. For the creation was subjected to futility, not willingly, but because of him who subjected it in hope that the creation itself will be set free from its bondage to corruption and obtain the freedom of the glory of the children of God. For we know that the whole creation has been groaning together in the pains of childbirth until now. And not only the creation, but we ourselves who have the first fruits of the Spirit grown inwardly as we await eagerly for adoption as sons, the redemption of our bodies. So it was, it's Jesus who was broken for us, my friends. And that's where our hope is. That's where our delight is. That's who we're looking forward uh, to. Not only, we also look backwards to him because he, on the cross, he was broken for us that he might raise us up as he was raised. Um, let me read a few scriptures out of Isaiah 53 and then I'll close. Speaking of Jesus, way back then, he was despised and rejected by men, a man of sorrows and acquainted with grief. And as one from whom men hide their faces, he was despised and we esteemed him not. Surely he has borne our griefs and carried our sorrows, yet we esteemed him stricken smitten by God and afflicted, but he was pierced for our transgressions. He was crushed for our iniquities. Upon him was the chastisement that brought us peace. And with his wounds we are healed. All we like sheep have gone astray. We have turned every one to his own way. And the Lord has laid on him the iniquity 
of us all. He was oppressed and he was afflicted, yet he opened not his mouth like a lamb that is led to the slaughter and like a sheep that before its shearers is silent, so he opened not his mouth. We move on down a little bit. This is talking about Jesus throughout the, the passage. Yet it was the will of the Lord to crush him. He has put him to grief when his soul makes an offering for guilt. He shall see his offspring. He shall prolong his days. The will of the Lord shall prosper in his hand. Out of the anguish of his soul he shall see and be satisfied. By his knowledge shall the righteous one, my servant, make many to be accounted righteous. And he shall bear their iniquities. So, um... And it goes on. Jesus, I mean, was raised from the grave. And he's going to raise us up from the grave as well. All who delight in him. So today I'm, I'm thankful for the brokenness. In uh, God breaking the universe. I'm thankful he did that. In his wisdom. That I think we might look to him as our healer. Uh, as the one who overcomes the, the most extreme physical um, brokenness that there is, and that's death. And he gives us an inheritance with him for eternity. So, Father God, thank you for this great gift of your only begotten Son, this, this gift of great joy, which shall be for all the people, that God would give his only begotten Son to be broken, that whoever should believe in him might not perish, but have everlasting life. We love you so much. In Jesus' name, amen.